Welcome, guys, to Loki Radical Podcast. This is our fifth episode. That's pretty good. That's big, right? Yeah. Five <laughs> times. Five times. So we wanted to do something a little different with our fifth episode and everything. We wanted to hear from our viewers. So we had you guys email us at our email address, lowkeyradicalpodcast at gmail.com. So we thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for the topics. We got some positive vibes. Um, Y'all were on a roll with it, so we just really appreciate you guys. But we're going to jump right into it, okay? So we got our first positive vibe. Shout out to Mina. And again, this is going to be a short episode because, you know, Fifth episode, we're going to keep it light. But. Sounds slight. <laughs> shout out to Mina sending us our positive vibe. So Dr. Jewel Graywood, a black father of two, braided a woman's hair to prevent strands from getting into her incision. He's a black surgeon. And this woman went in for her surgery. She w- woke up. She had an extra braid or two. And she was like, well, what wonderful person has braided my my hair? (laughs) Mm. So I just thought that was good. That was, that's deep. That's a black doctor, a black surgeon um, in North Carolina. It just shows the importance of having a black doctor. Mm -hmm. You know, someone who knows your struggle. Someone who can relate to you. So she said that she wanted people to know how important it is for us to have providers that not only look like us, but can identify with us. So, uh, thank you, Dr. Graywood. Yes. That's awesome. Because what would the white doctor have done? Dr. Hashapakakak. Just left it. I mean, not only did he braid it, he put um, staples in her head instead of stitches. Mm. You know, because of the hair, to preserve her hair. Other people wouldn't have thought about that. Nope. He might that's the importance of married to a black woman. Is he married to a black woman? I don't know. He did say he learned how to braid from his sister. Mm. So you go to that black woman right there. Yeah. But I don't know. I well, we'll ju- we'll know the the um, attorney general that is supposed to arrest the cops that killed <laughs> Brianna Taylor will never know how to braid. <laughs> that's true. Ever. Maybe not. Anyway, I have a black doctor, though, and it, it is important, trust me. Being older now, I used to always have white doctors. I can't remember a time where I actually had a black doctor. Um, I have a black doctor that delivered my babies. I have a, um, a my, you know, my regular doctor for regular checkups. Hmm. She's black. And shout out to the referral, because Mina was my referral to those doctors. Um, and they're awesome. Like, it's relatable. When I go in, it's not awkward. They know how to talk to me about different things. Because um, I think I had, like, a white doctor who suggested for, like, a issue that I wash my hair every day. No, that's too deep. We're going to cut that out. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. Like, black people, we don't wash our hair every day, so I can't really... Yeah, no. I got a black doctor, too. His name is Jesus. Oh! <laughs> His name. Sorry. Anyway. He's my doctor. 
trending news. We're moving on to trending news now. Get y'all a black doctor. It's important. Yes, okay. Lord. For the yes. rest of my days. For the rest of your days. Hallelujah. You get on my nerves. Hallelujah. Like, really? Jesus? He is. We need actual doctors, too. He is my doctor. Trending news. Let's talk about, um, is it Kamala? Kamala? Trending news. You, hold up. Kamala Harris? Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. You should know. She's Greek. Like, what kind of Greek? <laughs> How you say her name? Like, she's like a Greek goddess or something? You funny. What do you mean by Greek? She's the AKA. Uh, yeah, I knew that. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to her. Congratulations to her. Why you say congratulations to her? Because let's say let's just say this. I don't love her. <laughs> you know that I don't love her. Okay. I don't love her. I don't love Joe either. However, they are the best candidates. And you know, in order to vote on my future, I'm going with the be- best candidates. I feel because that because I'm I'm obviously not voting for dump and Kanye was never an option mm. I love his music I love his Yeezys you like the Yeezys? Mm, they're so comfortable that's the best sneaker in the world 350 Yeezy Boost is that how much they cost 350? Mm-mm. no I mean if you get them on Adidas on time before they sell out mm-hmm. they're like two, 220 but if you get them through somebody else then they're going to charge you Arm and leg, yes. Okay. But so they comfortable. I mean, they better massage your back. They your are so calf comfortable for two hundred, three hundred dollars. But okay. I mean, no, they don't do all that. But they uh-huh. comfortable on your foot. Anyway, so no Kanye. No, no Kanye. I mean, yeah. I mean, she is. She she. Out of the. All of the candidates that he had to choose, which were all women, mm-hmm. by the way, um, I think that she she knows what she's talking about. She knows okay. what's going on. Um, I mean, I, again, I, I don't rock with her 100% because I'm a little iffy about certain things. You know, that whole uh, criminal justice marijuana situation. She was putting people in prison for smoking weed, and then they asked her, oh, do you smoke weed? She hit him with the... <laughs> She's tough on crime. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, she went to Howard in D.C. <laughs> she was... She hit the... I mean, yeah. So, she cool, but she got some... She got her own little situations. And then the, the death penalty situation that she got going on. And she was withholding information and stuff. Like, people been calling her out for a while. Joe got his own issues. Hmm. He... he what he say? If you ain't black... What? Tell him he's not Gary Owen. He Basically, can't do that. he said that he's guaranteed a black vote. Yeah, absolutely not. Which, like, no. You know, that's he ain't go to those states. He went to UD. So, it don't work that way. UD! Go um, <laughs> But, I mean, this is why. So, we chose this subject because a lot of people wrote in about her specifically and what our opinion was so um just to begin like i said a lot of different people wrote in just to speak about her but i want to 
read a question from Lady Tamika. She said, hey, she said, what is black in terms of race? What are the qualifications to be black? That's a good question. That's a very good question. That's deep. That could go on and on and on and on and on. Yeah, it could. So, I mean, basically, it sounds like from the American definition, it's the one drop rule. Because what I read was, is if you have any African ancestry, you're considered black. So that's a little weird because it's like if you have some white, are you not considered white? So, (laughs) right. (laughs) So let's, I mean, you know, I don't know the terms and definitions. We need an expert here to speak on that. But I feel like unless you're Rachel Dolezal, if you're telling me you're black. I already knew you was going to say her name. <laughs> I already knew. If you're telling me you're black, then I'm going to say you black. That's fine. You identify with with what you identify with. She also claims her Indian heritage as well. So I'm cool with it. You claim Indian. You claim black. Listen, I'm not going to judge this woman. I don't understand why it's a question of her blackness. Hold but on, I, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying, you are saying, mm-hmm. if a if a white person told you I that said, they identify. That's why I specifically said, unless you're Rachel Dolezal. So if you're white and you're saying you identify with black, no. I'm saying that if you actually had a black experience, if you have a black parent, I don't care about you saying that you're black. What's a, what's a black experience? I mean, she's black, right, because of her Jamaican father. Right. That's where the black comes in. And she also has had a black experience because if you look at her, she I know she had to grow up as a black girl because you're not going to look at her and say, oh, yeah. she Indian. She had an HBCU experience, so that's, right. that's just that well, there. Well, I mean, y'all got some elite. Never mind. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's still an HBCU. It is HBCU. It, there's some... Ivy League HBCUs, you know, right. what, what they claim, and Howard is is one of them for sure. But she got, I don't, I wouldn't take revoke her black card. I'll just, yeah, I said no. I, I just think that, that, you know, she, she do a lot. She one of them people that you just, <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you make, uh huh, but be quiet. <laughs> Like, so. she do too much sometimes. Right, okay. So, I mean... <laughs> but that... Never mind, I'm going to say that. Go ahead. Like, no, 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 that, that's not right. So, that's I think the right. critique is coming from this group started by Yvette Carnell, um, who's from Howard University. I think she's like a political commentator. Um, and also a lawyer, Tone... I can't remember his last name. Um, but Ados, the Ados movement, that's African descendants of slaves. Mm-hmm. And their critique is, critique is not that she's not black enough, but basically what is her allegiance to black native people in this country? Because basically her parents were immigrants, right? right? So that's where that disconnect is. Like, that's where that criticism is. Like, can she do what we need her to do in office as people who are descendants of slaves? 
American descendants of slaves. Um, and I mean, she she said in a previous interview that she doesn't isn't going to do anything specifically for black people. Right. Which is so problematic because clearly, look at the climate. We need something specific for black people. Yeah. We do. That's just what it is. So, I mean, I'm going to vote for her. I'm going to vote for this, for for them. Um, <laughs> I really am upset that I have to because we shouldn't have, we shouldn't be forced to vote for people. We shouldn't be forced to do that if we feel like they don't fit with what our agenda or, you know, what we want to see personally as an individual. Right. But we have to vote for her, for her, for them, because we have Trump in office and we want to get him out of here. And anything besides Kanye would be better <laughs> than Trump. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, what's her name? Stacey Abrams. I think she was cool. I even thought um, Elizabeth Warren is all, is all right. She's yeah. All right, you know, but listen, Kamala, Kim, Kamala. She ain't no Shelly from Southside Shot Town, okay? But she she'll she'll do. I just I need her. I need Biden to you know really have a solid black agenda and not just have this little like oh we just gonna say that this is what we're gonna do to pacify you guys. Yeah. But I really want to see something, and she has done some progressive things. Um, I do want to have somebody on here that really is like in the politics and can go hard about the subject, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I it's mean, tough. Yeah. But I mean, we're voting for her regardless. Yeah, you got you got to go with the best option at this point. Yeah. So. All right. So. You're overrated um, or something. Uh, and Harris. Harris. Yeah. Keep it in the family. And if we do, we got to... She is a black woman. It's first time vice president. Yeah, that's what I said. I mean, that's, that's dope. That's, that's, that's dope. historical. Yeah. So, shout out to Kamala. <laughs> Kamala. All right. And um, let's talk about... Since we're talking about black women, let's talk about WAP. There's some... <laughs> In this house. I didn't really want to talk about this song specifically. I think I listened to the intro and that was about it. Um, but our father wrote in <laughs> and he had a question. Tor. Clarence Washington had a question. He said, do you think current music is motivating the current culture towards greater like Marvin Gaye Curtis Mayfield Gil Scott Heron Bob Dylan and Bob Dylan what do you say to that child your breed is cool on me. what happened what happened so like, what happened to my braid? it was cool. it was just oh. stuck on there I got you you I lost my train of thought read me the question again <laughs> I was about to come for it. So uh -huh. his question is, do you think current music is motivating the current culture towards greater? Like Marvin Gaye, Gil Scott Heron, Curtis Mayfield, Bob Dylan. In their own way. Um, I mean, I'm just going to 
I'm going to sound like a, a little ratchet, but little baby, the baby. Okay, well, there are know. there are people out there that have some meek. They have some um, pretty decent music now that you know goes with what's going on. In the current um, they, yeah, they just and this is new music. I'm mean, like 2020 music, so yeah. I mean, they they keep up. It's not going to be you know we are the world, but mm -hmm. I feel like you got to reach here. Yeah, you got to reach people how you can reach them. That's what they listening to. That's what they know. Like, Lil Baby is, I think he's one of the best artists out right now. Um, and he dropped a song, I think it's called The Bigger Picture. Oh, yeah, I heard um, about that. I heard it was good. Yeah, it's good. Um, Meek got song that's called Other Side of America. And the intro, dang, I can't think of the name of that song. Oh, I think it's Rockstar, the baby Rockstar. Okay. The intro to that. He performed on the BET Awards. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's some songs out there. They're not going to be Marvin Gaye, but there are some influential artists out right now, definitely. But, I mean, I feel like when it comes to parents as well, you know, people always think or say that music raises their child. Or can raise their child, you know, mm -hmm. if it's by the, if they're influenced by it. But I disagree. You you raise your own child, so you know what you can allow them to listen to. What we was allowed to listen to and not allowed to listen to. Kirk Franklin CD. When that Kirk Franklin CD dropped, listen, girl, that was like, mm. do you want a revolution? <laughs> I said, do you want a revolution? And that was it. That was all we was allowed to listen to. Or we could remix a song. Dad, please don't remix WAP in the pulpit. I'm asking you right now. That's from not the, bottom the one. Of my mind. That's not the one. That's not the one. That please don't is do not it. the one. No, don't do that it. Don't do it. But I think okay. So he didn't specifically no. mention WAP as the song that he's talking about in his question. But I feel like it probably is in reference to that song. And um, so I really feel like it. Like you said, it depends on what you're listening to, right? Yeah. Because generations before us if you look at some of them blues singers and what they were singing about it's just as nasty as this current song um you have my rainy she has a song called shave them dry G pull up them lyrics uh -huh. bessie smith has one called a little sugar in my bowl or something like that pull up them lyrics they are nasty and this was back in the 50s i want to say mm. and twitter told me about the electric slide yeah. I heard. I looked that up though. I heard that that was not true. I heard that was false. Uh, about to say, <laughs> trifling, y'all is trifling. But it really depends on what you're listening to. Because if we're talking about black women who rap specifically, um, just the rappers that I listen to, you put me on the Chica. What's her name? Chinks. Chica. Oh, Chica. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She. I mean, I like her. Her rap is good. Like I feel like it's positive. Rap City. You have. Um, um, Tierra Wack, I like her, and I No Name. Rap City, I'm about to say that is so old. No Rap City. Uh. Um, Tierra Wack, No Name, and then um, Sarok, Sarok, Sarok. I really don't. S A dash R O C is her name, but I mean her raps are. I don't listen to none of them. I know they positive people, rappers, but, but I like women. City girls, say no. You do that city girls. <laughs> don't lie. <laughs> 
I like that's what I'm saying. Like you you can't look for Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion to have music that's going to move the culture forward. Just like with any generation, there was some music. MC Hammer, he wasn't moving the culture forward. You have some music that's for what it's for partying whatever and then you have other music that's going to be a little bit more positive I everybody mean, it on the can't be tupac <laughs> everybody can't be tupac but even he had sides to him he had raunchy music he had uplifting music yeah but he but when he came for it he came for it yeah it's radical right so i don't get the backlash with cardi b and megan Thee stallion you know they're women they put out nasty music Nasty music ain't nothing new. It's nothing new. Mm-mm. It is getting worse, though, because, you know, with each generation, it's getting a little more explicit. Yeah. That's just a part of it. Like, each generation, I'm sure with our parents, their parents told them, y'all music is crazy, it's raunchy, y'all shouldn't be listening to this. I'm sure they said that to them. Man, it's only going to get worse. And I'm sure their parents said that to them as well, so... Don't say it's only going to get worse. I don't know what my children will be listening to. What them lyrics going to sound like. Well, you, me and PJ already listen to you T. Grizzly. Leave my child alone. I don't. Nope. No T. Grizzly. Thank you. All right. Let's talk about um, Continue with Trending News. You was really going to just break out. and Sorry. We were killing T. Grizzly. <laughs> Wait. Trending. Huh? We still in Trending News. Oh. Or what's called... What's happening there? You ain't yeah. let me do that, so I'm not oh, excited I'm anymore. All right, my bad. Mm-hmm. We'll come around to it next time. We won't forget headed? it. So, Brianna Taylor, we had our dear brother write in. He had a he had a um good point about this whole Brianna Taylor situation, and I'm gonna read all of it. Shout out to my lawyer. Good. Shout out. He's our resident lawyer. Okay. Here at Loki Medical what Podcast. Oh, I, I need to speak to my attorney. <laughs> So, Jeremy says, we all know shortly after her murder, Kentucky passed Brianna's law, getting rid of no-knock warrants in Kentucky. They are getting around applying her new law to her killers because of something called ex post facto. Ex post facto makes it very difficult for new laws to be applied backwards, saying that if a law just became law, those who committed the law could not have seen into the future. However, he did an emphasis on however. Of course he did. (laughs) The AG has discretion to look past this. They can simply say that the officer that shot and killed Breonna Taylor used excessive force, that officer being Brett Hankinson, Hankinson, and went behind the scope of reasonable force in the course of his investigation. The AG recently sat down with Breonna Taylor's family, fingers crossed, for something to move. So I did hear about um, Breonna Taylor's family sitting down with the AG. Mom actually said that she's confident that the truth will come out and justice will be served after that meeting with Wayne Brady, the AG. What's his name? Daniel Cameron. You gotta stop calling him Wayne Brady. But anywho, it's really no laughing matter at this point. I really pray that justice is served because it's going to be a hot mess in this world if it's not. You, you even got Oprah putting up billboards. You see that? 
Mm. About arresting the cops. I didn't even see that. Yeah. Wow. She got billboards up. I mean, come on. Like, we don't need facts. We don't need an investigation. The the, the lady was <laughs> sleep in her bed. Well, I mean, that is the process. Yeah, but I'm the, I'm the just saying system. they... <sighs> yeah. Boy, he's, he's doing he's he's not it. Yeah. He's not it. That Arrest was long, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you expect anything else? Jeremy had like <laughs> 10 points. Jeremy, we going to get to them, you know, when different episodes. But like I said, we're going to keep it short tonight. But it was it, it was, was beneficial. good. It was lit. We needed it. Yeah. We needed the whole breakdown of it. I so that was like good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going there. However. Like However. <laughs> You slept through the whole thing. You're not even right. It was so and long. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm sorry. Next. <laughs> Secret black meetings. Hmm. Our last segment. Um, This is just something that I wanted to talk about <laughs> personally. And thank you all for sharing your topics. We definitely, like, we couldn't cover all of them because it was um, so many different points. But we're going to definitely use that in the future. Keep emailing us. We want to hear from different people. We love to hear varying perspectives and different views. We are not experts by any means. So, you know, your opinion, if you have an expertise in a, expertise in a sex, certain subject, please. Call in. Toll free. Well, we should do a live one one well, day. I was just playing. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like a toll free number. No, like actual live and people can say questions and stuff like that. I don't know. My live don't be popping like that. So my Facebook live is popping. Like <laughs> Facebook's like oh one. Exactly because well, I'm not even going to that. Okay, secret black meeting. Secret live be popping. <laughs> secret black right, meetings. You get on my nerves. Secret black meetings. So I'm going to talk about young people in the black church. So we hmm. talk a lot about social justice here. Where are they? Mm-hmm. And a lot of our leaders came out of the church from the civil rights movement. Jesse Jackson, John Lewis, Martin Luther King. They all came out of the church. Where are those young leaders today? I think it's a culmination. They're not in church. They're in HBCUs, but don't go to church. Mm-hmm. They go to church at the HBCUs. Oh, okay. So you're saying there are leaders? Yeah, people in are being places. groomed. Okay. People are being groomed, and I believe that there are still few. But you gotta think about how the church is not saying no more either. Mm-mm. So people are turned away, you know, for the stupidest things now, and it 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 might rub people the wrong way. And right. just like, you know, you go into a department store and they rub you the wrong way you're not never going back not to compare a department <laughs> store to Jesus that's but that's the thing track. we are rubbed the wrong way in certain settings like that in stores and we still go back and give them our money Some, just a lot of the time listen but with church it's like I'm they done with Starbucks wrong, I'm done it's like <laughs> Uh, no, you're not. Don't I am. I ain't been back to Starbucks. You bought you that Starbucks. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pay for that. You so I'm done with Starbucks. <laughs> and I'm done with H and M. And all them other people. That's disrespectful. I don't buy Starbucks. I, do, I no I don't. 
But there's a lot of places that you shop where you don't know they have some kind of... Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Racism. That's why we stress buying from black businesses. Only reason why I buy Starbucks is because I'm not close as close to Uncle Bobby's. Yeah. <laughs> no, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I like Crackle Barrel and listen to what that sounds like. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They even have racist stuff hanging up, like lightning cream um, advertisements. In Cracker Barrel. I wonder if they took that stuff down. But I think somebody did point that out one time. I actually saw that in a Cracker Barrel before. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. They got I a bunch of stuff I only go there for weird. old Herschel's fish and grits <laughs> and potatoes. Back to the subject at hand. Yeah. <laughs> so I do. I think there's a combination of reasons as well. You made a good point. I think also um, right now we're in a culture where everyone stresses. You have to do what makes you feel good. Do what makes you happy. Um, dance to the beat of your own drum that good stuff which is it's true right Mm -hmm. you want to be happy but the truth is that Christianity is about sacrifice Um, and I'm going to read a good quote this quote is from Jackie Hill Perry she is a poet Christian poet Um, but she said my hands head face legs hips hormones private parts voice feet fingers feelings um this body was never mine to begin with it was given to me from somebody for somebody somebody who made it for the glory for glory and not shame so i understand that like i think our purpose is literally to serve god and that don't sound sexy to young people Mm -mm. it doesn't like you know, if I didn't grow up in the household that I did, the other stuff sounds way more sexier. It's about my happiness. It's about my freedom. It's about dancing to the beat of my own drum. I do what I want to do. That sounds sexier. Um, so I, I understand it. I get why young people kind of shy away from the church. But I'm telling you, Christianity has worked for me. I'm happy. I don't. Every day I'm not happy, you know. But... In general, um, I'm a work in progress, but doing what God has telling me to do has definitely put things in place for myself that I never could have imagined. Um, And I'm happy with it. I'm happy with my decision to be a Christian. And when I was younger, I'll be honest, like I was really getting more into the pan-African side of things. Um, I mean, I won't just blame it it on pan-Africanism, but you know more afrocentric ideals and it's easy to get lost in that because they'll tell you that you know jesus is a white you know christianity is a white man religion jesus is white uh you know why are you into this that type of thing so you know i understand it i definitely understand it but you know we have to circle back and i want to get other people on here too to talk about it um, more in depth, like some ministers and things like that, yeah. that really can dig deep into this issue. But it is an issue that young people aren't in church, and I don't think it's necessarily all on them, though. No, not at all. Like you said, it is people that have turned them away, um, and they also look at people's walk, right? So if you're not an example, you're going to church every Sunday, and they know you call yourself a Christian, but at home you cussing them out. And you doing whatever during the week. Right. I can see why they don't want to come. But just because people are turned away, that 
I, st I still feel like you, the youth don't understand that you gotta keep trying. And mm -hmm. you know, you, you eventually find something that works. Yeah. Um, and every church is every church don't work. Every pastor ain't pastor. So true. you know you got to make word. sure every pastor ain't pastoring. Right there, you preaching. Mm -hmm. You preaching. Yes, I am. Thank you, Reverend. Evangelist. Yes. Don't call me that. Why? Because you gotta go through a lot to do that. Okay. People worked hard for that name. Pass the offering plate. But just call um, me sister. And I don't want it to sister. seem like. <laughs> But I don't want it to seem like, you know, it's all about church, like the building either. Yeah. It definitely is more about that relationship with God. Because look at us right now in this pandemic. Most of us can't go into our church building. Mm -hmm. So it's about your own relationship and building that with God. So yeah. why aren't people doing that either? Yeah, but that's, I think it's important for for people to find that safe place, you mm -hmm. know, and find find a church home. It's yeah. important for you to find a church home, you know, tithe in that church home and go to church yes. regularly, not just the first 45 minutes and then sneak out before <laughs> the sermon. Listen I to that sermon. Listen to the word. But, yeah, no, I, I think, yeah, it has to do with things that have turned people away and things that have happened in the past or you know people being forced to go to like forced to go to church as children that they didn't like and how people spoke to them while they were in church and they just were turned away for the wrong reasons yeah like so it could be years and years of things built up and they just like I don't remember nothing that was going on church because I was getting yelled at the whole time y'all woke me up four o'clock in the morning <laughs> I was half asleep I don't even remember. That's I didn't real. even eat until five o'clock. You sound like this is speaking from experience. No, I know. I know the Lord. <laughs> I'm not talking about me. <laughs> I, I know thought you was revealing some of your trauma. I just know people <laughs> that have kept been turned away. No, I get that. I did eat before five o'clock yeah. sometimes. We but were forced to go to church, but we liked it. It was like it wasn't even forced. It just felt natural. And this is me speaking my own experience because that's just what we were used to yeah. doing and I think there's a difference when you grow up you learn you figure out like I said before it's not just about being in a church building it's about your own relationship with God but that church building helps you figure that out Absolutely. down the line so yeah so y'all keep trying yeah don't give up mm -mm. don't give up on the Lord because the Lord didn't give up on you yeah <laughs> yeah that was a secret for the black that was a secret. Oh, so Jeremy did want us to put that Kamala Harris thing in <laughs> secret black meetings because we talked about her blackness. And I really don't want to hash that out in front of white people to see. So that's why I should have been in secret black meetings. But it was also trending news. So we had to put that in there in the front. Just in case you were viewing this, Jeremy. Okay. That's why we did it. You, right. We're going to get a paragraph in the morning <laughs> of what we did wrong, what we could have done better. And what we need to do for next episode. <laughs> That's a good thing, though. We don't want no yes, man. We don't want everybody telling us, oh, it was awesome. It was great. When we know we could do better. So it's fine. Right. I don't care. I'm all for criticism. Especially from my attorney. <laughs> my lawyer. Uh, but thank y'all for viewing our podcast. Um, I hope it wasn't too long. But thank you for listening in. Thank you for writing in. And we'll be back next time yeah oh follow us on instagram low-key radical podcast
at Instagram.com. That's not a thing. It's just at low-key radical podcast. Thanks. Yeah.